In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Christians, Jesus gives a dire warning to faithful Christians in our gospel lesson for today. Beware of false prophets, for they come to you dressed in sheep's clothing, but inside they are ravenous wolves. Beware, watch out, avoid them. Why? Well, consider what Christ has said. They are wolves. What would a wolf do when he snuck into a flock of sheep? Why would he work so hard to get in a particular place, to kill, to destroy, to murder, to hurt, to tear apart bodies and consume them, leaving behind nothing but dead, dry bones? A wolf seeks to end life for his own pleasure. This is the picture our Lord paints for us this morning. But of course, our Lord is not merely talking about wildlife, sheep, and wolves. He's talking about Christians and false prophets, respectively. Beware, our Lord says, false prophets will sneak in with false teaching for the sole purpose of destroying the faith of a Christian. To lead them into a false faith, a faith that cannot save, a faith that will only end in the fires of hell forever. Beware of false prophets. These false prophets come to us in disguise. They appear to be friendly. We often take them for granted. We don't treat them with caution. After all, they are disguised to look like fellow sheep, fellow Christians. They might even tell you that they are a Christian. They might point you to the holy things they think they've done. They might talk in religious talk. They might use the same terminology that you use in talking about theology. They might pray, Lord, Lord, while they smile. But underneath, they're wolves. And they're intent on destroying your faith. Beware of false prophets. So how do you tell what is a false prophet and what is not? How can you be sure that the pastor you're listening to is a true and faithful pastor and not a wolf intent on destroying your faith? Jesus tells us what to watch for. He says, thorn bushes don't grow grapes. Thistles don't grow figs. That's true of fruits, Jesus. But what about prophets? He says, judge a prophet or a pastor upon their fruit. What fruit does a pastor or prophet give? 
the fruit of a prophet is this. A prophet proclaims God's word. A false prophet does not. A true prophet isn't free to add or subtract from God's word. A false prophet does so all the time. A true prophet is given to give all of God's word in its fullness. A false prophet picks out particular passages and ignores others. A preacher is given to speak the word given to him in the Holy Scriptures no more, no less. Anyone who does anything otherwise is a wolf. Beware of false prophets. So if a pastor preaches God's word in its truth and purity, he is bearing fruit that proves he is a true Christian preacher. And this feeds your faith. God's word, that is. But if a pastor preaches his own opinion, if a pastor preaches what's popular or politically expedient or based upon any source except for God's word in Holy Scripture, he is hurting your faith the same way that a wolf hurts a lamb. Yes, even beware of the pastor who softens down and lightens up the reality of God's word, who denies that there's a hell, or who tells you that it's empty, who ignores the hard topics like death, and who's timid about the truth. Beware these false prophets. Judge them by their fruit. There's a catch here. To judge a prophet by his fruit means something must be true for you. To judge a preacher, you must know what God's Word says. You need to know the scriptures well enough to be able to see through falsehoods preached by any pastor, even me or Pastor Poppy. This has implications for your families. Husbands ought to sacrifice themselves for their families by being extra diligent in God's word so that they do not allow their family to hear false teaching. Not only that, husbands should be in church each week with their families, listening to the pastor's words and talking to him when he believes the pastor said something wrong, asking him to show them by scripture where that teaching is. Parents together ought to make sure their children aren't hearing falsehoods from friends or on TV shows or even on the music they listen to. Or sadly today, 
as so often happens in the public school. As a side note, that's why we have a Christian classical education school here, so that children may learn the truth of God's word. College students need to make wise choices about where they go to church during their studies. They need to find a church that teaches what God's word says in its truth and purity, even if it means driving a little further on Sunday mornings or having to go to bed earlier on Saturday evenings. Churches should be all about the word, even more than they are about having a fancy name. Synods must be united in the word more than politics or by health insurance plans. Pastors can never stop learning the word because God never stops teaching it. Hymns should be theological, whether they are a catchy tune or not. Worship should be reverent, not casual. Beware false prophets, Jesus says. This means that you, dear Christian, need to search for a church based on God's word and not be distracted by the flashy distractions and show. If God's word's not there, in its fullness. And you shouldn't be there either. Don't become enamored with churches that talk about branding or rebranding. If God's word isn't present, you shouldn't be there either. Don't look for a church because they've named themselves in a hip postmodern way. If God's word is not present, you should not be either. Look for the word, the fruit of faithful preaching. Beware of false prophets. Judge them by their fruit. Just so we're clear, it's not only Mormons, Seventh-day Adventists, or Jehovah's Witnesses that we ought to be wary of. Yes, these groups are false teachers and clearly, it's not just TV preachers or prosperity pastors or those with smiling faces at the local Barnes and Noble that we ought to be aware of. Any person who preaches or teaches contrary to God's holy word you should be wary of, even if they have the letters LCMS attached to them. There are false preachers everywhere, disguised as wolves, or disguised as sheep, but really wolves inside. Beware of false prophets. Why have we so belabored this point? Jesus tells us in the gospel lesson 
Beware of false preachers because of what awaits them and those who listen to their words. Jesus says, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. God will punish those who deny his word. He will uncover all the wolves in sheep's clothing on the last day, revealing their guilt in their denial of his word. He will cut out all the raucous disturbances and shiny distractions. He will remove the fancy cars and the three-piece suits, and he will judge faith only on the last day. Faith that comes by God's word, not in the way the world wishes. Faith that comes by God's word, preached, read, studied, inwardly digested. Those without the word will be thrown into the fire, cast into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's what awaits the false prophets who are in our midst. And so our Lord will say on the last day, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, and to hell they will go. And hell will be very full. Beware of false prophets. Beware. And you, who hear the word, you in whom the word has created faith, you will be blessed on that last day. Yes, the word calls out to you to create and sustain faith within you. The Holy Spirit is always attached to that true word and comes for you as a helper, a paraclete. The word calls out to you and points you to your Lord Jesus Christ who suffered and bled for the forgiveness of all your sins. The word points you to the Lord who loves all of you so much that death upon a cross was not too steep a price to pay for your redemption. The word declares to you the truth that Christ rose from the dead for you and that in him you too shall live forever in God's kingdom, a place of peace and comfort and joy. The word promises this to you. Yes, dear Christian, Jesus loves you. That's why he warns you to beware of false prophets. It's the same way that a parent warns their child out of love. It's love that's behind a parent telling their child, don't play in the street, you might get hurt. Don't touch the stove, it's hot. Don't use drugs, go to church. Love is behind all of that. And in the same exact way, it is love for you 
that causes the words of our gospel lesson to be recorded. It's out of love for you that Jesus says, beware of false prophets and long for the true word. Listen to the true word of scripture because it is where Jesus speaks directly to you. Hear the word as it is in the divine service liturgy, how time and time again it declares to you that Christ has had mercy upon you, a poor sinful being, and how it declares that he has given up his life for you and rose from the dead for you to grant you peace beyond measure. Sing the word in the hymns of the church, knowing that in them the truth of Scripture is taught in such a way that it can be easily memorized and always accessible in times of need. Listen to sermons from faithful pastors, pastors who don't promote themselves, but instead get out of the way of what God wishes you to know. Watch faithful pastors preach hiding their personalities and their opinions beneath vestments so that they might not distract you from hearing God's word. Listen to faithful pastors as they point you to the God who is the way, the truth, and the life and who rescues all of us from the lips of liars and deceivers. Look for the word where God promises that it will be attached to plain water to become baptism for the remission of your sins, attached to bread and wine so that you might eat and drink the body and blood of Christ. Look for the word in the absolution that declares to your ears time and time again the truth. You are forgiven for the sake of Jesus. That's the word of God. Hear it. Believe it. God really loves you that much. Don't allow that false prophet a free dwelling place in your mind, ever whispering in your ear, your sin is too great. You've not done enough. You've not given enough. Listen instead to the word of Jesus. The word that speaks the truth. Dear Christians, God loves you. He's given you life here. He's given you a world that he's created for you. He's died and rose for you. He sent his word and recorded it for you in the scriptures. You live in a time where there are more access points to God's word than in any other time in the history of humanity. Bibles in every hotel room, dozens in our houses, a Bible in every pew of the church. Hear the word, study the word, because out of his love, Christ has given you his word. Beware of false prophets and love the preaching 
of true prophets. Those who would have you know nothing else but what God says. For in that true word, Christ is really present for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.